You will be rich and miserable, and you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, Get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Okay, someone once said this. Well, I've been rich, and I've been poor, and believe me, rich is better. Has anybody ever heard that line before? Well, you have to admit that it's our human nature to agree with that statement. Most of us strive or wish openly that we were richer. But I think we should examine that just a little closer. Remember when your mother said, be careful what you wish for? Well, that kind of applies here. Because when we pray God's will for our lives, it usually involves including Him helping us be successful at something. But when we're sincere, we have to also be willing to accept whatever position that we're put in, including one that is lacking financially. Why would God ever want me to live in poverty? Well, God doesn't want you to live in poverty. But I can think of several reasons why he would let you be there. I mean, he could want to teach us through hardship to trust and depend on him. He may know that you would struggle spiritually if you're faced with too much prosperity and know you aren't ready for it. And many times he doesn't want us distracted, tempted with materialism or power at some particular time in our life. You see, the Lord wants to bless and grow our whole person as well as financially. But he knows it's not always best for us. It was Jesus who said to his disciples, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. We've heard that a lot. But what we forget is that just a few verses down from that, it said Jesus beheld them. Now beheld, I looked it up. That means he got their attention. He made eye contact. He meant for them to understand what he was saying. He said, with men, this is impossible. With, with No, excuse me. He said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. You see, what Jesus was saying is that riches are either a blessing or a curse. And while it can be a tremendous blessing for a faithful Christian, the sad truth is most people can't handle prosperity and keep Christ the center of their life. So I hope the young men especially are listening to me this morning. And I've spoken to many young men. And I sense only too well the smell of ambition because I was once just like them, driven to succeed, determined to be young and rich. But the lessons learned on that track were, br- were brutal. And it blinded me and it distanced me, distanced me from the fellowship that I should have had with the Lord. What I learned during that time is this, that making money is not the purpose of our life. 
but it can get in the way of it. And our financial condition, rich or poor, should have nothing to do with our happiness and contentment in the Lord. You will be rich and miserable, and you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. I don't know if Jesus ever spoke a more powerful truth that targets this particular generation than when he said, For what will profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I want to say again, God wants to bless us. And he wants for us to prosper. But much more than that, he wants us to grasp the internal view of things. He wants us to recognize that our life here is but a speck in time. And if we truly want the formula for success, you'll find it again in the words of Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? Coming up next, Bobby will share his favorite scriptures that keep him confident and centered on issues regarding finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Uh, I couldn't help it. I I thought this this was funny, and I had to share it. At least I know half of you will think it's funny. Okay, here goes. God created the earth. Then he rested. Then God created man. Then he rested. Then God created woman. Since then, no one has rested. (laughs) Oh, come on. I want to encourage you in your finances today because if you've been having money troubles lately, I want you to know that there's hope for your situation and more important, there is help for you today through the wisdom and power of God's Word. Now, how many know there is power in the Word of God? Did you know that when Jesus was challenged and tempted by Satan, that Jesus used three words every time to put the devil in his place? Do you remember what those words were? It is written. And you see, once it's written, that's it. 
So there's truth and there's power in the Word, and the Word shares with us truth and power in regard to our finances. And you know, I've, I've been up here talking about money and finances and giving for years. At some point, I know I've shared pretty much everything that I know about it, but I can tell you that when I am struggling with anything, and especially money issues, which, which I can tell you arise often, I've learned there is no better place to turn than to the Word of God. So today, today, please let me share with you my favorite verses of Scripture that keeps me centered and gives me some perspective on all the issues that I have with money. And the first one I want to share is a promise. Corey Ten Boom, she gets the credit for saying this, let God's promises shine on your problems. In Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul is so thankful for all the support and generosity that he's received from the Philippians that he says this, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. You see, whatever we go through with money, God will meet our needs. And notice he didn't say he might meet our needs or that he would meet some of our needs. He said God will meet all of our needs. Praise the Lord. Now that's a promise that we can hold on to. The next scripture I want to share that has meant so much to me is a simple instruction. It's Malachi 3.10, and you've heard me say it here many times. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing you will not be able, or you will not have room enough for it. Now, to me, this is one of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible. It not only tells us what we should do, but it tells us what will happen if we do. It's an instruction with a promise. It's like an email with an attachment. The Lord is actually daring us to test him and watch him work miracles in our financial lives. And can I tell you something? I've tested this scripture in my own life. And I have found this, his word to be absolutely true. And I don't have enough time to tell you all the amazing ways that he has proved it to me. Including this week. And the truth is, if I did tell you, I'm not so sure you could believe me. The next scripture is important because it's a warning. It comes from 1 Timothy 6.10, and it says, For the love of money is a root of all evil. Now, first of all, many people misquote or misunderstand this passage. It doesn't say that money is evil. It says the love of money is evil. But why is this warning so critical? Because money has the potential to become too important in our lives. Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of problems, temptations, obsessions. Not having enough money can elevate its importance, cause us to 
obsess or compromise on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, we're supposed to use it, we're supposed to be stewards of it, but we can never fall in love with it. I like this saying, it goes like this, a wise man should have money in his head but not in his heart. That's a good one, you can keep that. Now you might ask, how do I know if I love money or not? Well, the answer is usually found when confronted with the prospect of giving some of your money away. And I'll let you think about that one for a minute. Okay, my last scripture for you that means so much to me is the truth. An eternal truth. 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So simple a concept. It sounds like it comes from Proverbs, doesn't it? But this one comes from the Apostle Paul also. And he's telling us that we are the ones who are in control of our generosity. And that there is an equal reaction to our actions. So let me ask you, is this another test for us, like in Malachi 3, where we can test the wisdom of the Word? Well, again, I'd like to submit to you that based on my own life experience, the answer is yes. It absolutely is. And it also reveals the truth of another old saying that was birthed somewhere back in our earlier church. Most of you will know it. You never think too much about it. But it's a good one. It's the one that says you can't outgive God. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? I believe the answer you're looking for is found in the Word of God. But the most important thing is we have to go beyond just accepting God's Word as truth and begin standing on those truths and living in confidence that His Word and His promises are meant to be exercised, meant to be activated in our daily life. And if we'll do that, if we'll just trust God and stand on His Word, then we can know that something good is going to happen with our finances. In Jesus' name. Are you feeling helpless or weak? Could you be feeling faithless today? Stay with us and discover that there is no reason to feel defeated because God has His hand on you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at Batteries Plus Bulbs Outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. 
We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Uh, But first, I want to talk about faith, your faith in particular. I heard faith described this way one time. Faith is seeing the invisible, but not the non-existent. So I was trying to come up with a good example in my life of this, and it uh, occurred to me this morning um, that, and I know how this makes me look, okay, because uh, I've, had, I've, I've had my car for about two years, and I realized I've never seen the engine. <laughs> I've never looked under the hood. I don't know why. But uh, it's invisible to me, but, but I know it's there. Okay, so the question I want to ask you is, how is your faith this morning? Is it big? Is it small? You know, the most famous scripture about faith is the one where Jesus said this. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain... Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. And by the way, a mustard seed is very small. It's like a poppy seed. It's very tiny. Well, the truth is, if we saw mountains moving around because someone spoke to them, we would probably equate that to big faith, wouldn't we? Not little faith. But since Jesus can move a mountain without involving much faith to him, he was trying to tell us that as long as our faith was in him, as long as we believe, there's no limit to what can be done. My favorite story in the Bible that captures someone of true faith was the story of the centurion. Do you remember that one? A centurion was a soldier, and in this case, one of some rank. And he came to the Lord for help because his servant had become paralyzed, and he was at home suffering. So when the Lord heard his story, the Lord said, okay, shall I come and heal him? And the centurion basically said this, Lord, I don't deserve to have you in my home, and I know that you're doing important work. And you're very busy. So, if you just say the word, my servant will be healed. And when the Lord heard this, the word says he was amazed. Can you imagine amazing Jesus Christ? I tell you the truth, he said, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. And of course, he followed by saying, go. And it will be done just as you believed it would. I love this story. I'm sure all the disciples heard him make this statement about the centurion's faith. Can you imagine after all the disciples had seen and heard come from the Lord and this soldier waltzes in out of nowhere and is tagged? The man of great faith. Unbelievable. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people who believe that Jesus had a reason behind everything 
that he said and did. And I think that the Lord was revealing something very powerful to all of us right then. And it's this. That faith doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, it's not supposed to be. What Jesus loved about the centurion's faith is that he took what he believed God could do and expanded on it with a simple spiritual logic. If the Lord can lay hands on someone and heal them, then he can do anything. Which means he can just say the word and it will happen. So you see, our faith is important to God. In fact, the word says that it's impossible to please God without it. And when the enemy attacks us at every turn and our life gets messy, we even have a day when God seems a million miles away. We have to remember something. The word says that he's given, us, he's given each of us a measure of faith. That means we have it. We have it in us. And whatever we're facing or going through, we can be just like the soldier who showed his simple faith and call on the Lord. And the smallest amount of faith is more than enough to change our destiny and reveal the power of the living God inside of us. Are you feeling helpless? Are you feeling weak? Could you be feeling faithless today? I want you to know that there's no reason to stay in that place around here. God has his hand on you. He has a plan for you. And today, right here, is a great day to restore the miraculous, life-changing faith that God intended you to have now and forever. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.